Hello, and welcome to the Nova Conversation. I'm Steve Waltz. And I'm Jeff Pergelski. And Jeff, we have our first repeat guest that's not a Novi employee. Wow. Um, and, and who do we have with us today, Steve? Well, was very surprised that they actually did want to come back. <laughs> so we must have been too nice to them last time. But uh, we have Narav Shaw with us. Narav, welcome back. Thank you. Yes, welcome back. And uh, um, and so I assume if we've got uh, another um, super amazing, intelligent guest that uh, Narav is here to speak about something in particular. Um, Narav, do you want to tell us? Uh, maybe, Steve, we should quiz him and ask him what, what he thinks he wants to talk about. Oh, <laughs> sure. I think that's a good start. <laughs> there you go. All right, Narav. Um, yeah. What are we going to talk about today on, on today's episode? Yeah, I think I'm going to talk about the football games that happened this past weekend. <laughs> yeah, we'll, talk, we'll talk about our Bears, Narav. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Not going well. Oh, not going well. <laughs> Yeah, Jeff's yeah. laughing. He's a happy Packer fan. <laughs> there he is. This week, <laughs> two weeks ago, it was a joke. Um, okay, yeah. so um, so as much as as much as Steve and I want to talk about um, about football, um, yeah, yeah. Yes, actually, sounds like you are on on board there too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you come to us. Uh, you come back to us from uh, from two increase, where you are. Um, you know, we I think a lot of our customers have got to know um, to increase through their food solution yes. that we um, are heavily um, invested in and, and have lots of yes. um, customers. on. But but you come from a different side of to increase. What side of the uh, of the business are you? Yeah. So I like I like to say it's like, a, you know, a coin. Right. We have uh, the head and tails. So you, you've already have uh, introduction to our food side and uh, you have many inst successful in installations in that industry. I come from the other side, the tail side <laughs> of the coin, which is our industrial equipment manufacturing solution, which we all also are calling it uh, as recently our advanced job suite. Uh, so that is basically an extension of jobs uh, in standard business central NAV uh, that allows, uh, you know, make to order, uh, configure to order, engineer to order companies basically manage their uh, discrete manufacturing uh, more efficiently, accurately and uh, uh, concisely done so you could deliver to the customer on time. So that's a whole nother vertical that we offer outside of food. Uh, that many, uh, many, many uh, users are not aware of. Awesome. Okay. Well, so, um, so understanding that it is uh, the manufact discrete manufacturing jobs. Um, mm -hmm. What uh, what kind of what kind of businesses or organizations are uh, a good fit for uh, for you? Assuming that you know, um, maybe that. Uh, the majority of our listeners are um, people that are already running NAV or Business Central. Mm -hmm. So, so at what point, you know, what are sort of some of the pain points when you start to think of you need, you know, beyond um, the basic um, functionality in Microsoft's version of the software? When does it start to make sense to look at your solution? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, that's a great question. So, you know, we see uh, from our side uh, a, a positive impact for those customers that implement our solution that are directly in the line of uh, that engineer to order ETO 
or, or in other words, project-based manufacturers. So that could be anything referred to custom manufacturing, right? One-offs, uh, they, they, are, they are very heavy engineering driven um, that could that come from aerospace, that could come from uh, you know, the automotive industry, could be the energy uh, utility sector, could be commercial uh, consumer packaging uh, sector, could, could be, uh, you know, professional services as well uh, could use our solution from the standpoint of logging, uh, creating jobs and, and tracking um, billable uh, time and so on like that using the job solution. So it's it's those it's those customers, a sweet spot is where they have a deep and unique bill of, bill of material, purchasing of materials directly tied to a project. They, they are very heavily interested in project costing, cost accounting, right? Making sure that they are they are making money for, on, on the project or job beginning to end. Um, there might be a low unit volume of production. Cause again, this is customer order driven, make to order customers. They do MRP by projects. Um, there might be some installation directly on the, on the project site itself. Um, uh, design is a very integral piece of production possibly. Right. And there's, there's and there might be uh, many different uh, engineering changes that happen throughout the life cycle of of a job. And finally, uh, what I like to also mention, who's a who's a perfect fit or the sweet spot, if you will, is those companies that have the, the, need the capability to do progress building by milestones and completion dates and things like that. So that's, you know, where our sweet spot is where you need to take um the standard job, you need to take the standard, you know, project um, uh, functionality to the next level and be able to manage all these moving pieces uh, in a very uh, fluid environment. Gotcha. Awesome. All right, Steve, I'm ready for you to ask a question. Oh, wait, okay. Steve's already checking on the Bears um, <laughs> lineup. <for this. laughs> no, so, you know, or, Rob, that's that's very cool because you know one actually I had a call probably about a month ago where uh, they were doing jobs, basically project management in jobs, but it wasn't manufacturing. But they were really trying to get a hold of their costs. It was more distribution, service management type of things. Would that solution mm -hmm. fit for those folks too? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you know that that requirement there is actual cost of uh, the project. Um, you know, you want to create the maximum efficiency in that project oriented environment, you know, what it seems like to me. So, um, you know, to be able to manage each particular planning line effectively, knowing exactly what the actual cost of budget is, if that budget has changed over time is a critical component. So for, for the customers that are using jobs now, and they're, they're kind of working their projects through that. How seamless is it for them to go to your solution? Yeah, uh, you know, well, there's not a lot of different offerings now, right? And unlike the old NAV days where you're just on premise, uh, basically. Well, now you have the, now you have the, the the public cloud, and then you also have the private cloud, right? And then you have the traditional, you know, server installation at the site, and you load load the software. So any one of those environments or solution could be retrofitted. Um, within um, and 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 can start, can start using uh, our solution right out of the box. So there might be a little bit of a obviously data mapping exercise. Tables may be a little different when it comes to job site only due to our our um, solution, but uh, um, not anything that would require uh, too much effort to to make sure that the database uh, our solution could fit their current database. Well, cool. So if they went to AppSource, downloaded your product, 
or wanted to go to your product. I mean, is there, uh, as far as, a, as an ISB, how, how would they basically do the setups and the training? Is that something we would do as a partner, something you would do, or, or what would you tell our, our listeners? Yeah, um, we could go either way. Um, we could, you know, uh, we we uh, we are partner enabled business, obviously, and you know we prefer partners to you know do installation, learn learn the solution, and also do the services part. But if you know we need to step in and do it, we obviously we have the resources and and the talent and um, internally to to do that as well. So, um, but initially, obviously, when when you, if you have the first. First implementation, first installation. That that's where we would be holding our holding you know the partner's hand or you know educating the partner through the process, um, uh, educating the customer through the process, uh, and then educating uh, the customer partner on how to properly install and implement the solution, uh, following best implementation practices for our uh, different modules. Well, that's good to hear. And is, is it a, a long process or if somebody said, if they came to us and we're talking to them like, and they decided your solution is the way to go? I mean, what's a typical installation look like time-wise and effort? Yeah, so we, I like to break out our implementation and usually customers fall within these three buckets. You have maybe just the assembly type of um, a customer. They only do assembly orders, right? Uh, they don't touch any of the core manufacturing. They don't have production bombs or, or production routings or anything like that. They have assembly bombs, but they still need to use jobs, right? So that that's a, a much smaller implementation, uh, I would say. So that's like our first tier, right? Uh, there, which could be less than like, you know, 40 hours practically to go ahead and implement that. And then you have the middle tier, what I call light manufacturing, right? Um, light manufacturing is where you are doing a little bit of, uh, you know, you have a production bill of materials, production routings, but everything is back flushed, right? Um, and, you, and your focus there is maybe more on engineering time than the production time, maybe because that's the environment that, 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 that that's the, this type of um, uh, solution is, is operating within. So that, you know, less than, I would say that is less than, um, you know, probably, you know, 60 to 80 possibly uh, hours. And then you have the full manufacturer, uh, the full manufacturers, or they're doing make-to-order bill and make-to-order um, production orders. Uh, basically, they have, um, you know, they do pre-releases of items when and items get imported from the PLM system. They do subcontracting. They do, um, uh, you know, full uh, full pegging of inventory back to jobs, so on and so forth. So that that I kind of put right within the, you know, I'd probably say 90 to 120 hour range of implementation to make sure that that is up and going correctly and properly. And that's full end to end implementation support. That's from, you know, d- discovery, a- research and analysis to, uh, you know, training to um, data conversion and, and pilot testing, if you will, the, the conference room pilot, user acceptance testing. And then that's also uh, cutover and deployment and, 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 and uh, three, four days of go live support. So that's a full end-to-end uh, solution for, in terms of or what we kind of expect and where customers generally fit into these three categories of uh, when they implement our solution. Well, I, I think that's good to hear because, you know, sometimes you get one one size fits all solution. And I think mm-hmm. by having those three offerings, yep. you, you're able, you're better able to build the box around the customer versus trying to stick them in a box. So I think yeah, that, that's, that's really good to hear. So is there any uh customers um, that uh, you maybe have had some success with recently that you'd want to share? 
Yeah, yeah, we had a, a we have a really a big implementation that we did out in uh, Boubois. It's Canada. They have a uh, their cabinet manufacturer, custom cabinetry manufacturers for all different type of um, uh, usage, if you will, um, uh, d- different office environments. So they they recently they use our solution very heavily. Um, we uh, have recently done a implementation uh, on a custom custom window and door manufacturer for commercial buildings. Uh, they're using our solution. We have uh, another implementation going on uh, down south where they are doing, and they're full, these guys are full manufacturing um, uh, it's a, a, a electric energy utility company that uses our solution for uh, creating uh, mobile transformers or mobile uh, energy uh, energy. Uh, uh, yeah, transformers, I guess what they call them, or capacitors that go out to different uh, emergency sites to provide power to different areas where there's, uh, you know, floods or hurricanes or things like that. So we have many different uses of our solution and, and how companies are using our solution right now. Oh, yeah, you can get in, you know, some of the, we have a lot of complex customers when it comes to manufacturing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, th- that's good to hear. So I guess... What other solutions I, I, it, would would your current that current offering your uh, your advanced job suites kind of compare to that people might be more familiar with? Yeah, so um, very good question. You know, some some people that we you know we see in the marketplace that uh, we know of. Uh, so for cost control, job manager, there's one. Um, there's uh, there's another one called Progressus. Uh, they're geared towards professional services, and they're kind of an advanced jobs solution as well, but we are, you know, all different in, in a unique way. Um, and, uh, um, our solution we feel has a, a lot of depth is basically proven over the years. We have over 400 implementations of our IEM solution, industrial equipment manufacturing solutions. That's basically the extension of jobs. Uh, so we have a lot of uh, maturity in the solution, you know, based on the number of years it's been out on the market and, and implemented, you know, across all the num- different industries. So, you know, what you're getting is, uh, you know, best industry practice, um, a type of solution that has uh, added value in almost every implementation that it's installed in. So, um, uh, you know, we're proud of that. Uh, we know when we come to the table with our solution that, you know, it's, it's um, you know, very deep and could really fit any any different type of make-to-order environment. Well, I, you know, I, from my, from, from, I guess from our viewpoint, well, because we, we do a lot of work with you on the food industry, right? Yes. Yes, and that can be very complicated. You got catch weights, you got lot, lot tracking, you got yep. you know <laughs> just yeah. you know so many packages inside of different packages, right? Yep. And putting it all together, do you, I mean, do you feel that gives you I don't know about an advantage, but more expertise in bringing mm-hmm. the solution? Yeah, well, that allows us to kind of uh, make sure we know, you know, make sure we know the market, right? Make sure we are, are we making sure what we're providing to the market is actually value add, right? You know, we get a lot of requests like any software company does. Hey, we have this one, you know, this this enhancement request. Can you put it into the standard product? Well, you know, we, we really take a, a strong look at it. We have a full committee behind us that says, okay, with this new feature request, like, is it, is it will other customers benefit from this or is it just a one-off right and we really kind of go through a full kind of almost a war room environment uh you know how can we make sure that other uh, our existing customers and future customers will use this um uh, enhancement right you know we don't want to you know have you know in one table 50 different or 100 different uh, flags 
uh, for a customer to to select or understand how to use them. It just makes the product more confusing. We make our solution, you know, we want to make sure it's intuitive, easy to use, easy to implement, but provide that value, right? Um, to to say, yeah, you know, it's 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 giving me exactly what I need. It's giving me the exact reporting that I need on the other end to grow my business at the end of the day. So, um, you know, we 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 learned a lot, a lot of that from the food side and the IEM side over all the implementations we've done overseas. So, you know, that's the expertise and um, type of value we're trying to also spread here in the U.S. and Canada market with our uh, advanced job suite. Very cool. Jeff, any other questions come off the top of your head? Um, just, uh, I guess you touched on a little bit how you look at, um, you know, making decisions when from the uh, um, from the customer point of view, like that, the customer making requests of, of additional functionality adds to it. Um, but, but like from the long range vision of, um, you know, the life cycle of your product, do you have, um, do you have, you know, stuff that you're looking at, uh, that, um, stuff either personally you want added to the solution or things that, you know, uh, exciting stuff that maybe you can't fully disclose now, but, but stuff that's coming out in the next version of it. And, and I guess because it exists on app source, um, how often does it get updated? Yeah. So very, uh, a lot of good questions there. So kind of unpacking that, uh, a little bit. So in terms of, you know, new functionality and, you know, what I would like to see in our solution, obviously, um, with the Power BI now as part of, you know, the Power Platform and all that stuff is a lot more functionality around that. You know, I'm a graphical person. I love to see charts. I love to see kind of, you know, see data moving, um, uh, a lot of AI. And that's things that we're working with Microsoft as Microsoft is releasing some of that stuff on different platforms. We are also, um, you know, releasing some of that into in our solutions uh, as as we develop it. So that's a lot more that I want to see, and we're, we're kind of pressing the gas there to to uh, really help help move that initiative along. Um, in terms of our updates and things like that that we are doing with Microsoft, we follow the same update pattern that Microsoft has. So if Microsoft, they just recently released 17, right? We, we are updated to 17 as well now. So uh, depending on the change, right? Microsoft will come out with different versions probably every two, three, two, three months, right? Because they had a version, I think it was 16, then it was 16.4, then they went to 16.5. So I think what we did, we went to 16 and then 16.4, uh, there wasn't much change there except some of the base stuff. So then we just went directly to 16.5. So we look at, you know, what, what, what makes sense in terms of, you know, what type of updates we do, but if any customers on any, any version that, that, that will be updated. Right. So, uh, we just had the, but based on our customer base that we didn't have anybody on 16.4, so we don't have to really do that, but you know, we have to, you know, obviously keep some sort of integrity, uh, with Microsoft there. So, you know, as they are coming up with the new update uh, on the BC side, we have to make sure we match it. And then also look at our customer customer base to make sure we have their environment fully upgraded as well. Awesome. Um, one last question. So what version, how far back do you go with your solution? Yeah, again, we follow Microsoft there, right? Uh, we, we offer our solution all the way back up to, you know, 2009, right? Seaside, uh, we could, we could, we could do that. Uh, you know, the classic client, uh, but mm -hmm. obviously, right. No, no one's going to go ahead and implement that now, nowadays. Right. Uh, I think Microsoft just went ahead and, or it's been a while, but, uh, 2013 is no longer, R2 is no longer supported. Right. I think now they're talking about 2015, right. Also, 
uh, yep. being close to not supported, right? So we kind of follow that 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 pattern that Microsoft sets. So you know, once they stop the cumulative updates on a certain uh, solution, we also stop, right, um, and just kind of focus on on, on the future uh, updates that they're doing on the newer versions coming up. So you know, we g- generally try to follow that. I think like most other ISVs, but obviously if, if there's a customer for, of ours that is an older version, we we make every effort to make sure that uh, you know their their environment's fully. Uh, um, the stable and that there is no, there's no issues with them transacting in that older environment. So, um, but you know, sometimes the customer's forced to upgrade because the hardware doesn't work anymore with the newer versions. Right. So, <laughs> uh, that, that, that gets the customer to upgrade and then get on the, the, the latest versions, which is, you know, obviously a good thing because there's a lot of new functionality out there in the newer versions. So, um, uh, we, 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 we follow Microsoft's lead on that and, and, and what they, uh, you know, uh, what they're uh, providing support for. Gotcha. All right. Thank you. Well, that's really good stuff. And, you know, I know we kind of talked about a little bit. So the Microsoft roadmap and, you know, one of the things that we do at Anovia and our account managers try to do a good job is, is, well, first off, Microsoft has, well, I think if I'm not following them too closely, they're still the fifth largest company in the world, if not the top, as far as market cap. Mm -hmm. So they have, they have these things called resources and dollars, right? And, Mm -hmm. uh, it seems like they're moving so fast that it can be a challenge sometimes for the ISVs because some of the ISVs that we have dealt with over the years are less than 10 people, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and yeah. so it, seem, it seems to me when you go into App Source, there's so many of them out there, right? Yeah, there's a bunch, yeah. But like, so it sounds like you're aligned with the, the Microsoft roadmap uh, and the stack. You talked about Power BI. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if there's anything you want to add about how you're aligned with the road, uh, with, 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 with AppSource or with the uh, roadmap? Yeah, yeah. So with, with AppSource, we're, uh, um, you know, fully, uh, we're, we're considered what we have, uh, our app is a mega app. So we're part of Microsoft's um, uh, premier, it's a, it's a selective group of ISVs called the Embed Program, where they've given us direct extension points to create our apps in. So uh, they know that our, our, our solution is, um, you know, once it has to be implemented first, usually, but before the solution. So we uh, are, uh, uh, you know, aligned with Microsoft as they're coming out with maybe changes to their uh, base solution. You know, we, we, we understand what that is and, and make sure that our solutions are compatible to those to those changes up front um, before we release any updates and things like that. So we, uh, you know, uh, along with their power, uh, their their AI stuff that Microsoft is doing along with, you know, Power BI and all, all that, you know, we work with them and sync up. Uh, is there anything we could make sure, is there synergies there that our, our Power BI reports could be embedded directly into the base system or is it, could, it be, could there be anything like, where um, you know there there uh, any flows that we're creating could you know easily talk to any of our IEM stuff. So yeah, so it's 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 a strategic partnership. We're we're part of um, Microsoft's ISV Accelerator Program, which is only 16 ISVs in the world that are part of the program. So you know we we we're invited to Redmond you know twice a year actually to um, uh, kind of learn their latest and greatest. So I'll make sure we're prepared. Oh, very cool. I know just been to Redmond. Uh, I can spell it. <laughs> well, it's wait a second. Is that an old beautiful. A? Anyway, yeah, it's a beautiful facility. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I mean, you're 16 ISVs getting that status. That's that's great to hear. And yeah, you know, Narav, one of the things I I think is really cool too is I know uh, uh, we were just kind of chatting earlier that uh, you presented at one of the local user groups in Chicago. Yeah, correct. Uh, your solution and 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 I think that's really neat getting out there to the users, right? So and I. 
and I know you're involved uh, with the other, you know, heavily involved with the user groups and so forth. But I, but I also wanted to ask you, how, how can our listeners get in contact with you? First off, they can reach out to their account manager. We're more than happy to connect you with Narav. Yeah. But Narav, if you want to tell us, tell them how to get a hold of you, it'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I'd prefer, obviously, you guys go, go, go through uh, Anovia folks. Uh, we know them very well. Um, and, uh, you know, they could, you know, uh, uh, you know, get us engaged to, to, to work with, to work with any, any customers that you guys have and, uh, you know, understand requirements and see how we would be a good fit, uh, in, in your long-term picture for your solution and your business. Uh, but otherwise, you know, you can definitely get a hold of me, uh, through, uh, if you go to two dash increase.com, uh, you'll find me as one of the, um, I am experts, uh, on our, on our webpage. If you, if you navigate to our industrial equipment manufacturing cloud page. Page that's un- located under our product uh, page itself or, or product men- drop down menu, you'd find me there. Otherwise, it could be Nirav or just direct email uh, Nirav, N I R A V dot Shah, S H A H, at 2 increase.com. Um, you know, a few of the ways there you can get, get in touch with me. So, well, well, very nice. Usually, Jeff coerces the people to give out their cell phone numbers and recommends the call. <laughs> <laughs> Live and learn, Especially Steve. if you're a Bear fan, right? Hey, yeah, right. He likes to yeah. call on Saturday evenings. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, Steve, actually, as long as our um, podcast is um, devolving into this conversation, I am. Um, I feel we'd be remiss if we didn't um, if we didn't warn our listeners about the upcoming um, onslaught of marketing propaganda that will be coming out of our um the photo session we had last week, um, Narav, you really missed out on, you know, that's oh, what we should actually, we should start, um, we should find some ways to, uh, to graphically include and in, in actually maybe I meant visually include our, our guests in our, uh, oh, yeah. in our promos for this. Yeah. Like maybe we, yeah. maybe we print out a headshot of Narav and, um, you and yeah. I, like, you know, yeah. um, He's a young, good-looking guy, so I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been called a lot of things, but not that. <laughs> it, would, it would only add to our dozens of followers, right? And yeah. So Jeff said I had a face for podcast. There you go. <laughs> Narav, just wait. Hopefully, yours won't be the first um, podcast that <laughs> that our marketing material is attached to, because we've got some amazing pictures of of nice. Steve and I goofing off in front of the camera. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we, we still think it's for black male material down the road, but that's, yeah. A, yeah. A let, you, let you know, right. They want to have some dirt on us. Not that there's enough out there. Jeff, right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Steve, if that's, if that is Tim's plan, he is, uh, he's picked the, the wrong two people that, uh, exactly. to not have, to not already have a lot of dirt on us out there and, and that take ourselves too seriously that we'd actually be worried about unflattering pictures. Yeah, right. I was just going to say, you know, some pictures that don't make me look good are actually in good, good in my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I have I have a Snapchat filter in my brain and I yeah. just always look good. <laughs> well, then. Well, Narav, we're, we were the first time to come back for a second time. So we're excited yep. about that. And, yeah. you know, as we grow our relationship with uh, Two Increase and, you know, Jeff obviously works really close because uh, he, he does he does a lot of the demos and, uh uh, we we appreciate everything you do for Inovia, and as like all our podcasts, you can you can go to the Inovia website and and, and they're on there under events under podcast and soon to be pictures from what Jeff just said and uh, <laughs> we, they're also on uh, I think there's what six other platforms Podbean Apple um, 
all, all sorts of different other solutions. So we're heavily involved on LinkedIn. You can follow us at LinkedIn. And uh, Jeff, anything else you want to add? I think I'm. Uh, I think I'm good for this episode. All right. So let the gong be gong. This <laughs> podcast is over. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.